just reported that Harlan Barnett is trying to coach to keep the job with his assistant, Mark D'Antonio. And oh my, the Michigan State loyalist from the message boards and Twitter talking about journalism and facts on Twitter where you don't even have to use your real name. I told him I don't like D'Antonio. D'Antonio doesn't like me. His wife didn't want him on the show because I said during the Little Brother fiasco, for a man of faith, why take on student-athletes? And being a D1 coach, his wife said no. You're never going on. Fine. I've survived. He had a great career. But the one thing he did have was some issues 2007 on with, what, 16 players accused of sexual impropriety. Not everybody convicted, but just accused. He wasn't the right guy to bring back. That's all I'm saying. I I endorse Harlan Barnett to replace Mel Tucker when the suspension becomes termination. I support Harlan. I do. That's it. They're like, oh, you're really weak on Twitter to say you don't like somebody. On Twitter! Of all places! It's a beautiful place. Twitter's just full of love. Everybody says, good morning. Good morning, LeBron. Good morning, Steph. Good morning, Aaron Rodgers. How's the limp? Twitter has become what message boards were about 15 years ago. People can hide behind a nickname. Hey, who are you? I'm Motown Spotty. You know what? D'Antonio's going to bring us back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching that 80s show. Yeah. God. Oh, we're going after Izzo. We're going to tell him not to come on. I go, guess what? Izzo's back, and I'm replaying what happened eight years ago with the show. Oh, we're going to go to your advertisers. What did I do? Shared stories in regards to what happened under Mark D'Antonio's leadership? Yeah, he won. I get that. He resigned. He he didn't get a send-off like Miguel Cabrera. He resigned. Quickly. Took a bonus. Quickly resigned. Curtis Blackwell stuff. Blackwell ended up full of it. Had to pay his legal fees. But my Lord, my number one comment when they announced Mark D'Antonio was coming back is that Michigan State doesn't need to go there. They don't. Fresh blood, new president. It'll get somebody not connected to the past. That's it. Well, Mark D'Antonio provided us with one of the great runs Michigan State football has ever seen. Oh, you're just out to get him. I'm out to get him. I haven't talked about D'Antonio for eight years, but I'm out to get him. Oh, he becomes part of the story, quickly being named an associate head coach, but I'm out to get him. I'm just digging this stuff up. That Deadspin writes an article for Michigan State to move past sexual assault history 
Why did they turn to Mark D'Antonio? They wrote the column, but it's Bill Simonson. You know, and I really came to this conclusion, and I said it on Facebook and Twitter, is that 98%, it went down from 99 yesterday, 98% of Michigan State fans are really good people. But the two percentile that think because they hide behind some fake name or their dad owns a company or they're on a message board that they can threaten my livelihood, that they think they have this absolute power because of a Twitter feed to say I'm slandering Mark D'Antonio when I provide articles, D'Antonio resigns. This is a list of what's happened on his watch. Not everybody was found guilty, but this is what happened. Oh, Izzo will never come on your show again. Yeah, I heard that. And you know what? If Tom chooses not to come on, I'm okay with it. I am. My show really grew without Mark D'Antonio ever being on it. I don't talk to Harbaugh. He's mad because I ripped him when things went south. I used to host... Signing of the stars. Hardball would come on with me. I go do my show from the draft room at Schembechler. He got mad because I had to be honest about the program. And Mark D'Antonio, with his Ohio roots, with his coaching at Ohio State, he hates Michigan, and the Michigan State fans love that from day one with the clock. But if you're a Michigan State fan... And you look at what everybody went through. The end of D'Antonio. The Nasser PR not connecting D'Antonio to Nasser or anything. The timing of D'Antonio bringing in a juvenile who was on sexual probation from Fort Wayne, Indiana to be on his football team. And he's going to question my character? Or his wife is going to tell me he can't come on my show? And Austin Robertson ends up raping another woman in Lansing? Oh, but I'm digging up and slandering on D'Antonio. No, these are things anybody can Google. Google it right now. Google Mark D'Antonio resigns. Google Austin Robertson. But you're going to blame Bill Simonson, the messenger, just like you blame the victims. Yeah, do I think this Brenda Tracy, that everything she did is kosher? No. As much as you want to hold Mel Tucker accountable, she has to be accountable for engaging in all this. As David Gregory said yesterday, the lawyer sports agent from Bull Rush Sports, this is a he said, she said situation because there's no audio, there's no video. Text messages are erased. So I spent some time not to defend myself, but to let the Michigan State message board loyalist and MSU Twitter know, you're not going to run me off. You got Mike Valeni, who was an open homer, who will trash Michigan every chance he gets in Detroit, but you're going to call me a homer, a Michigan homer. Tom Izzo wants me to come down for the Izzo, and I do the all-access show, done it, Every year except the pandemic year. Nobody has Izzo on more than me, maybe outside of Stout, right? 
Karen Sadler, Mike Sadler, every year, we have played the show from the Monday after he died. I don't line up and tell everybody every day what I do for Michigan State. I love Neitzel. I love Halleck. I love everyone I met. Stevens, Garland, Fife, Michael Carey. But because you have a Twitter account and you hide behind a nickname like you used to hide behind a nickname or still do on some damn Spartan message board, you're going to question my character. You're going to talk about me and my buddy getting jumped by 20 kids in Chicago and say, oh, I made the story up. You're going to blame the victims, just like you blame the victims in Nassar on your message boards and on Twitter. Just like Governor Angler didn't treat him with the sensitivity they needed when he was filling in as president. Like Mark D'Antonio to be a dumbass and bring in a kid on juvenile sexual probation and say, well, he had rules to follow. You didn't need him. But Mark D'Antonio was on the downside his final two years, and he was desperate to get back to the glory days of a Rose Bowl and a college football playoff appearance. And he resigned quickly, out of nowhere, right after cashing in on a nice bonus. And they bring him back. You know, when you look at both sides of the Mel Tucker story right now, and Brenda Tracy's response to his, he said, she said, I go back to it. I'll almost say there's a point with Mel Tucker where he says they're out to get me and get rid of me, that they know they overpaid for Mel Tucker. They know that. We all know that. He is not a $9.5 million a year coach. He's not. But you know what? He got above market value because LSU was interested in his SEC roots at Georgia and Alabama. And then they didn't get Tucker, and then Brian Kelly gets a call out of nowhere and cashes in, and the next thing you know, he's the old guy dancing in the nightclub with LSU recruits. I've had it. I've had it with defending my character. I'm not perfect. I do not like Mark D'Antonio. I don't like anything about him or his wife because they set the bar. I never banned him from my show. His wife said that he will never be on that show. That was from the late Peter Secchia's mouth to my ears. And you know what? With Izzo and Sekia, I offered to go down there and have breakfast with Mark, clear the air, and he said, no way, he told Sekia. No way. He's a stubborn football coach, which works well when things are going well. But my Lord, when I question why even bring him back, why go back there again to a guy who resigned abruptly, not a great send-off, not the emotional goodbye, thank you, Spartan Nation speech. And then if you Google Mark D'Antonio resigns, here come all the stories. Oh, well, they're not true. They're not true. They're not true. And all of a sudden, all the investigative journalists on Twitter and on Spartan message boards say none of that was true. Nobody, nobody was convicted. Mm. My entire opinion on this 
is why go backwards and bring people from the past back to front and center? That's it. Oh, well, look what Michigan did. Oh, my God, Dr. Anderson. What does that have to do with Mel Tucker? Oh, they looked the other way. No, they settled for $450 million. I'm sorry, it's a little less than the $600 million for Nasser. They didn't bring Bo back from the grave to coach and help Harbaugh. So what I really was able to digest and dissect over the last couple of days is that all that venom towards me, everything you're reading about D'Antonio, Tucker, MSU, Michigan, Facebook, Twitter, it's about the rivalry. It's about the rivalry. And where I want to scream is that this has nothing to do with Michigan, Michigan State football. It's about a school that was ran through the ringer as hard as any school this side of Sandusky and Penn State. It's about them refusing the Nasser survivors' plan for a process to make sure things like this didn't happen again, the Michigan State Board of Trustees. It's about the sudden resignation of Mark D'Antonio. Not that he was guilty of anything. Blackwell, Curtis Blackwell, the former assistant, accused him of a lot. But he resigned. He had situations on his watch that were questioned, not only by Bill Simonson, because it is amazing how that Spartan message board loyalist militia and MSU Twitter try and paint it like I'm the only guy. That, yeah, you want to tune in to the ticket in Detroit and hear Valenti rip Michigan every chance he can get. And you think every sportscaster has to be like him or Jack Ebling. You know, I'll give Tim Stout credit. He tells it like it is on the game 730 a.m. And Jack is a Spartan for life. I understand that when you're in Lansing. But my Lord... I'm not wishing for Michigan State to lose. They're going to be 4-8. and eight. And I said 4-8 and eight before Tucker was suspended. Oh, you're going to stop talking about Michigan State football. No. That's kind of taken care of itself the last 14 months because when teams aren't playing well, nobody talks about them. And as my buddy Raz said, hey, I'm ready for MSU basketball. And I will tell you, Izzo and the Spartans have a chance to win it all. Them and Kansas are my picks. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because Bill Simonson grew up in Burton Heights in Sparta as a Michigan football fan and a Michigan State basketball fan. I didn't go to either school. That's where I'm at today. But then I grew to love John Beeline, still a friend. John wants to do a weekly show with me. I said, how much are you going to pay me? <laughs> Oh, you know, and if Tom doesn't like my opinions and said he's not coming on, that's his choice, and I'm fine with it. But, you know, my bond with Tom goes a lot deeper than just everything on air. We've had a lot of good conversations about life, 
about people we knew and people we were upset with. So welcome to the world of what used to be 140 characters that is now 280 characters. And you think because you hide behind a fake name, the message board can post a screenshot of something I said or a link and you're going to come after me. Yeah, I remember when the Michigan State message board people went after my family. Went after my divorce, somehow got a hold of my divorce papers, which I probably know where that came from. And I had to live through it. So I will state to everybody, the truth about Mark D'Antonio is his wife said, you'll never go on that show again. And I never said any other words about Mark D'Antonio. For a man of faith, you shouldn't be taking on a student athlete. That's all I said. Didn't question his faith. What some of the MSU fans did today is that they turned a story about Mel Tucker and Brenda Tracy into MSU versus the world. And I hate to be the one to remind everybody connected to MSU is that you versus the world mentality is why you were tone deaf and blind to everything connected to Nasser. Why we don't know yet if they were tone deaf and blind to any information they had about Mel Tucker, either related to Tracy or other possible incidents on campus or involving campus employees. We'll find that out. So I'll take the arrows. I thank you for allowing me to trend whatever that hip word is. Oh, he won't talk about Anderson. No, no. We had David Jesse on about that, the reporter. We had John U. Bacon. I talked about it. But Michigan didn't let it become a two-year story. And it had nothing to do with Hardball or that team. And Nasser didn't have anything to do with Izzo or D'Antonio. And ESPN and Outside the Lines were totally inappropriate for putting their photos with Nassers in that infamous Sunday hit piece. But what D'Antonio had was the unfortunate timing of issues involving his players and bringing, bringing a juvenile who was under some sexual probation out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, into his program. Which, considering what had happened and what was going on at MSU, like I mentioned, was one of the biggest dumbass moves I've ever seen in my life. And I said it then, and I'll say it now. And he's back now as associate head coach, advisor, whatever the title is. He's on the sidelines one day. They say he's going to be up in the box. I don't know what's going on. He could be the head coach next spring. This is more about the football side of it for the MSU message boards and MSU Twitter because you know another change and flip over usually puts you about four years behind everybody else at a minimum. 
Four years. You're going to get major attrition off this roster from guys Mel Tucker recruited. They read his statement yesterday. They read Brenda Tracy's response. They're going to be gone. You're, you're going to hit the reset button again. While Michigan, not because of Bill Simonson's influence, but Michigan for the third straight year more than likely will be in the national title conversation and Big Ten championship conversation. That's what this is all about. That's what Twitter and all this angst and everything back and forth is really all about when it's all said and done. That the Michigan State football fan can't stand that they thought they had Michigan by the footballs when Tucker was 2-0 against them and got a $95 million deal and was hitting the recruiting pipeline out of Detroit and getting more recruits out of Michigan than Harbaugh and everybody, including me, where it hurt my connection to Harbaugh, which I didn't care, show first, where it looked like Harbaugh was on his way out. Delayed contract, take a pay cut. Oh, wait a minute. You're going to take the Minnesota job? We already got a list. Bill O'Brien could be the next head coach. And Harbaugh found a way to resurrect his name and bring Michigan back to levels nobody expected. And the Michigan State football fan can't stand that. Because you're thinking where life was just two years ago. A little over two years ago. Mel Tucker, 2-0 against Michigan. $95 million deal. The commitment, 10 years. Here we go. We are going down the path of Ohio State. We're going to beat Michigan to it. And now they're hitting the reset button again. That's the angst. And as a trained sports mental talk show therapist, you can target all your anger towards me. Keep it away from my family. Keep it away from being personal. I let you in on why I have my differences with D'Antonio so I could be transparent. But your anger isn't towards me. Your anger is, why'd the school do what they did? Why aren't there better systems in place at that school that I support? And now I'm looking at Michigan number two in the country. And our football savior, who was 2-0 against Michigan and got a $95 million deal from the biggest booster stepping up and making that commitment, more than likely won't be coming back. Could be fired without cause, could be fired getting a check for the rest of the money he's owed. I don't know. Could be the crazy scenario that Mel Tucker ends up saving his job because Michigan State doesn't want a billion-dollar lawsuit by Tucker if he's exonerated in this hearing in October. Nothing would surprise me with what I've lived through on the radio statewide, my national show, the interview with Mitch Lyons on the Saturday Night Huge Show, which I tell everybody, I don't know if you can Google and find it, but just search Saturday Night Huge Show Mitch Lyons when he told the story of when he first heard about Nasser and how long Michigan State sat on it. Hmm. 
This isn't about Bill Simonson. This is about making the smart move, the right choices. And I think the angst of the fans, as you know, you now have fallen another, I'll go low end here, three to five years behind Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Welcome UCLA, USC to the conference, Washington, Oregon. And if Washington hammers Michigan State in front of the home crowd on Saturday, you'll understand what I mean. That's your anxiety and your angst and wanting to scream and yell at me. And I can take it. Target all you want to. Like I said, keep it above the belt. Rip me. Say I got a horrible show that you don't listen, even though while you're typing nine tweets in a row, I don't listen. I'm not going to ever communicate with you. I didn't do anything to put MSU or any of their coaches in the positions they've been in when they resigned or when they were suspended. Bill Simonson had zero to do with that. End of story.